0: You're listening to Theology for the Rest of Us. You've got tough questions. We'll try to give you easy answers. Now, here's your host, Kenny Ortiz. Hello, this is Theology for the Rest of Us, and I'm your host, Kenny Ortiz. Thank you so much for taking a few minutes out to listen to this episode of the podcast. This is episode 149, and I'm going to be answering the question, who wrote the book of Hebrews? I've actually been asked this uh, before, and recently got an email about this. So excited to dive in! Before we do that, can I ask everyone a huge favor? If you're willing to do this, uh, would you be willing to head on over to whatever directory you're familiar with, particularly if you're an iTunes user, and leave a review for the podcast, or a five-star rating? Tell the world you love the podcast. Uh, that's a big, big way you can help the show. It really pushes up, uh, pushes us up the search rankings, and it's a big help. So. Head on over now and leave a review that would be awesome. All right, let's dive into the topic at hand. Who wrote the book of Hebrews? a uh, great question that the that a variety of biblical scholars over the last few centuries have wrestled through and dialogued about, and, and being that in the, over the last few days we've done a few episodes uh, around the biblical text, I thought this would be uh, an important topic to dive into, I've been asked this before, and then uh, several weeks ago I got an email from a regular listener asking about the book of Hebrews, it was actually a very long email, very astute, very savvy uh, Bible scholar, you know, sort of person, I, I, my guess is uh, the guy who sent me this email, uh, Bill, was probably a seminary student. Uh, of some sort, and so I'm glad to uh, dive in. Uh, there's no doubt that the book of Hebrews, uh, theologically speaking, in my opinion, is it's probably the, the second most important epistle in the entire New Testament, I mean, in terms of giving us a deeper understanding of doctrine and systematic theology, uh, only behind Romans. You know, in my opinion, Romans is kind of, it's really the masterpiece of the New Testament. Uh, Hebrews really is a sort of second above all the others in terms of the quality of doctrine we learn from the book, from the book of Hebrews, uh, in the in this epistle, you know the, he the writer, you know, eloquently defines Christ as the high priest and the fulfillment of all the law, and and really reiterates some of the themes of uh, salvation by faith, as well as reiterating the supremacy of Christ and the reverence we ought to have for Christ. I mean, so just some really great themes uh, in the book of Hebrews, and so if you've never read this book, I highly encourage you. Uh, to go ahead and, and check it out, um, the the authorship and the audience of the you know of the book is in question. You know, who wrote it and exactly when they wrote it and who are they writing it to is is in question. But the authority of this book is is not in question, uh, and I'll get to that in just a moment. This book is written. Most scholars say sometime between sixty four A.D. and seventy A.D. Uh, there are some scholars that say it's written as late as. 80 AD or 85 AD, but honestly, that doesn't make any sense to me um, because there's no mention of the the, the temple destruction in this letter, um, and a letter written to the Hebrews, in my opinion, would have mentioned that. There, There's actually an assumption in this letter that there's still temple sacrifices going on. And the reality is, if you're writing this after 70 AD, that can't be, because in 70 AD, the Romans come in and they destroy the Jewish temple, Uh, they wipe it out, there's a massive destruction and burning of Jerusalem, and so... uh, You know, it would be kind of like writing a history book in 1999. You wouldn't expect the person to mention the events of 9-11, right? Because that took place in 2001. So a history book being written in 1999 wouldn't mention it because it hasn't happened yet. So it makes sense that the letter of Hebrews doesn't mention or allude to the destruction of the temple because it hasn't happened yet that means the letter was written before 70 AD uh, but as scholars kind of investigate the the circulation of the manuscripts of this letter uh, the circulation really takes place sometime between 65 and 66 ad so again probably written sometime in that uh, region uh, one of the main reasons we don't know for sure who wrote this is because there's no direct salutation or greeting on the front end you know a lot of letters uh, have that you know when you when you look through some of the other epistles, particularly by Paul, there's some real specific, you know, salutations and greetings. Paul mentions himself by name. He mentions his readers and his audience by name. And Hebrews, Hebrews doesn't really have have any of that. However, when you read through the book of Hebrews, you see the style of writing and the extensive references to the law of Moses. It makes it clear that that whoever this was intended for. Would be people who were, were primarily a Hebrew audience. This is why most scholars believe this was written for uh, Jewish Christians living in Jerusalem or the Judean region. Uh, but there were definitely other places, you know, you know, in the Eastern world uh, at that time where, you know, where there were where there were predominantly Jewish audiences outside of Jerusalem or Judea. So it's plausible this was written, you know, for an audience you know, somewhere else outside of Jerusalem. Um, It was written most likely from Italy. We know that because it's actually mentioned from the fact this was written from Italy. It's referenced in in Hebrews 13, verse 24. Um, The letter closes with the term, grace be with all of you, Hebrews 13, 25, uh, which is the same closing that Paul uses in a lot of his known letters. Uh, But it is also the same Closing that Peter uses in his epistles. And so we think maybe this was common. You know, some scholars say that's evidence that Paul wrote it. Some scholars say, "eh, hey, that's probably just the way a lot of guys close their epistles. You really can't infer much from that. Um, we do know that the that this letter was widely circulated throughout the Eastern churches, so what is modern-day Eastern Turkey and modern-day Israel, the Judean region, Palestinian region, which makes sense because, again, if this is written primarily for a Jewish audience or a, a Hebrew audience, then it would make sense because in the Eastern world there were... Obviously, a lot, a lot more Jews in that part of the world, and as you go further west, there are not nearly as many Hebrew people. Uh, the letter of Hebrews was certainly preached from in the churches, you know, throughout the the latter portions of the first century. Norm Geisler talks about the fact that every verse from the book of Hebrew, Hebrews at some point is quoted by the early church fathers by approximately one fifteen A.D. or so. So you know, as we as we collect all these sermons and lectures from the early uh, from the early church and the latter portions in the first century and the early portions of the second century, we find that the, that the you know, the, that the verses of Hebrews are all quoted throughout, um, and so there's no doubt that the early church embraced this letter as authoritative, and the chances are they all knew who wrote it, you know, that when this letter was being circulated, people knew who wrote it, but any references to its, to its authorship that were written down have been lost. And surely at some point it was written down and documented, but we've just lost them throughout the course of history. Um, and, and it seems like they were, it was lost relatively quickly. You know, by, the, by the early portion of the 2nd century, the documents writing or the documents that mention the, the, whoever the author of Hebrews is seemingly are lost. Um, there is a large contingency of Christians throughout the 2nd century that believe it was Paul. It's kind of been the purveying thought throughout church history that the Apostle Paul is indeed the author of the letter of Hebrews. But there's been some questions about that. You know, in in the latter portions of the 2nd century and in the early part of the 3rd century, there are a variety of Christian theologians and authors that mention it. The most uh, most famous one is uh, uh, Origen. He writes, you know, that he believes that Paul was the author of Hebrews, but again, he wasn't a hundred percent sure. He said that only God knows for sure. Um and so again, although it's been the purveying thought or the kind of the prominent thought that Paul was the author, it's been in question to some extent throughout church history. One of the thoughts uh, related to Paul writing the you know, this epistle is is Paul, is Peter's letters or Peter's mentioning of a letter that Paul wrote uh, in 2 Peter 3:15 Peter mentions that Paul wrote to the Jewish Christians he says just as our dear brother Paul also wrote to you with the wisdom that God gave him and, and some people take this to be the idea that you see Paul wrote to the Jewish Christians you know in the Palestinian and Judean region which is where Paul wrote, which is where Peter wrote some letters um, to or some of the same christians and and that peter's alluding to the the letter of hebrews you know again we're not for sure like what is peter alluding to in second peter 3 is he just speaking more uh, generically you know about the fact that paul was writing to christians as a whole throughout the world or or more specifically about a letter that Paul wrote, um, we're not 100% sure. Uh, You know, as we examine the the book of Hebrews, we do see a focus on quality doctrine, which seems like Paul. Uh, We also see an emphasis on certain doctrinal points, which definitely seem like Paul. And so it definitely makes sense that most Christians would have believed that it was written by Paul, and that definitely became the church tradition, really beyond the second and third century, all the way up till the Reformation. Uh, but honestly, as we look back, there's not really any hard evidence for that. You know, if if the if the Christians in the second century had hard evidence, they didn't preserve that evidence for us today. And so, as we're looking back, we don't have. Quality evidence again. We have the the tradition and the you know the prevailing thought uh, by many people, but it's not the thought that we can really substantiate. And really, up to the Reformation, that was kind of embraced. Paul is the, the writer of Hebrews, uh, but in the 1500s during the Reformation, a couple guys began to question that, particularly Martin Luther who did believe it was Paul who wrote it uh, throughout the course of his ministry mostly, but he also at some point began to suggest that maybe it was Apollos, maybe it wasn't Paul. And then between the 1500s and the 1800s, it was kind of back and forth in question among scholars and theologians. And by the time we get to the the mid-1800s, the consensus amongst theologians and scholars around the world is that we really don't know. know, There are some that stick with Paul, saying Paul wrote it, but by the time we get to the mid-1800s, most scholars are saying, you know, it's really questionable whether or not Paul wrote it. We we don't know for sure. And so most scholars today say we don't know. Um, the overall composition and style of the letter of Hebrews, no doubt, was written by someone who clearly had to be a very sophisticated writer and a very good communicator. Like mean, there's no doubt, whoever wrote the letter of Hebrews is someone who is very well educated and someone who had an, a very strong, intimate knowledge of the Hebrew and Jewish customs. You know, the, the way uh, that Jewish people live their lives, as well as a deep understanding of the of the Hebrew law, the law of Moses. Whoever wrote this had to have a deep understanding. Um, however, when we examine this letter, we see some differences between this letter and Paul's letters. You know, in his in his other letters, Paul typically quotes from the Hebrew language. But in the Hebrew, uh, but in the letter of Hebrews in the epistle, the quotes are all taken from the sub, sub, uh, Septuagint, which is the Greek Old Testament, which is not something Paul ever did, which seemingly is inconsistent from how Paul would quote from the Old Testament. And that's actually a pretty substantial point that would make you make believe that it wasn't Paul who wrote that. Um, also, Paul in all of his writings always claimed to receive revelations directly from Jesus. Right? We see that in 1 Corinthians 11, Galatians 1. Uh, Paul received revelations directly from Christ. But the writer of Hebrews specifically says that he was taught by an apostle. So Hebrews chapter 2, verse 3, he says that. Now, People who believe that Paul wrote this would say, well, Paul was taught by Barnabas and some of the other apostles, but that seemingly is inconsistent from what Paul is writing in the other letters. It seems to me that that Paul wouldn't say that. He wouldn't quote from the Greek Septuagint. Uh, And so it it leads me to believe that Paul didn't write that. I, I don't think that Paul wrote the letter of Hebrews from, from what I've studied what I could gather. And so who are the most plausible suggestions? Well, uh, there's a guy named uh, Flavius Clemens. He's typically more known as a Clement of Alexandria. He was a, a, a theologian in the, uh, in the late 2nd century, early 3rd century. He is not Clement of Rome. It's a different person. Clement of Alexandria lived uh, 100 years after Clement of Rome, uh, approximately. Uh, But Clement of Alexandria, in his study, in his evidence that he came across, he says that he believes that the book of of Hebrews or the epistle to the Hebrews was actually based upon a sermon that Paul preached that Luke transcribed and translated into Greek or, or that maybe Paul had written a letter to the Hebrew people and that Luke took that letter and used that as the basis to write uh, Hebrews, so that Luke is actually the the primary author uh, of the letter of Hebrews. That is that's one uh, theory that seems plausible. There are other theologians and scholars that say that Barnabas is uh, the most likely prospect. Um, again, there are a few people that say Apollos was the guy that wrote it most prominently, as I mentioned, Martin Luther. There are a few people that say that Priscilla was the the writer of of the letter of Hebrews. Um, and then there are others that say Clement of Rome, uh, who was an apo- or was a, a, an early church leader in the first century, who served under the the tutelage of the Apostle Paul, um, and that he was really kind of one of the standard bearers, one of the greatest leaders of the church in the middle to later portions of the first century, um, after the first generation of the apostles died off. Uh, the you know, Clement of Rome was one of the leaders of the church, and he's was mentored by Paul. He's mentioned in the Bible. Uh, Paul mentions him in Ephesians, and so there are a lot of people that believe that Clement is the writer of Hebrews. Um, e- either way, we believe that either Paul wrote the letter of Hebrews or someone was trained by Paul is likely the letter of Hebrews that that's most likely who wrote it the epistle uh, makes mention of Timothy in Hebrews 13:23 and so there's no doubt that whoever wrote the letter of Hebrews would have would have known um, some of Paul's proteges some of kind of some of the entourage that traveled with Paul so it's likely this person was a part of the entourage you know like a guy like Luke or was close to that entourage so again the, the letter of Hebrews is most likely either written by Paul or written by someone who was trained by Paul, which is what I lean toward. I think, thinking that this is probably written not by Paul himself, but actually someone who was trained by Paul or served under Paul. But but here's the bottom line of the book of Hebrews. We don't know who wrote the book. We we genuinely don't know. There's no hard evidence. Either way, it's mostly speculation and conjecture. But that doesn't matter, because we know for sure that the letter of Hebrews is authentic. That the, The book that is in your New Testament that is called the book of Hebrews that book was written in the first century it was uh, widely embraced by the early church as authoritative it was preached from and taught from you know in the early church um, and any of the potential writers that wrote this whether it was Paul or someone else all of them at some point were either an apostle or served under an apostle which if you go back to the episode I did on the compilation of the scriptures back in episode, Uh, 144. we talked about the fact that that was one of the measuring sticks about whether or not a book was allowed to be inserted into the canon, you know, whether it was written by an apostle or written by someone who served under the tutelage and the mentorship of an apostle. Any of the potential writers of Hebrews did indeed Uh, do indeed meet that criteria. Uh, It is true that the book of Hebrews was disputed by some saying it didn't belong in the Bible, uh, but it was mostly by churches that were in the Western world where it hadn't been circulated. So the book of Hebrews is being circulated all over the Eastern part of the Roman Empire and the Palestinian and Judean world where there's lots of Jewish people. So lots of people in the Western part of the Roman Empire didn't have access to it, so they didn't really know about it as much. And it wasn't until later where the Jewish Christians and some of the Eastern Christians are coming and saying, this belongs in Scripture, this is inspired, this is authoritative, and then they're bringing it to the table and presenting it to the Western Christians. And eventually, all of the Christians as a whole throughout the Roman Empire do indeed end up embracing the letter of Hebrews, and it is indeed inserted into the canon. It is embraced by the Church as authoritative Scripture. The human author of this book is irrelevant because we know this book does indeed belong in the New Testament. And the book of Hebrews is one of the most incredible writings that you can come across. If you have not read the book of Hebrews, I'd highly encourage you, go do that as soon as possible. Hey, thanks for listening to this episode of the podcast. I hope this has been helpful and insightful for you. If you have any questions about this topic or any topic at all, I'd love to hear from you. Or if you have a, a topic you'd like me to cover on a future podcast episode, I'd also love to hear from you. Feel free to shoot me an email. The best address is Hey Ortiz at com. That's H-E-Y-O-R-T-I-Z at com. Also, if you'd like to connect with me personally, the best place to do that is on Twitter. i love to connect with you there. My Twitter handle is at Kenneth Ortiz. It's K-E-N-N-E-T-H-O-R-T-I-Z. I'm Kenny Ortiz, and this has been Theology for the Rest of Us.